0: hello everyone welcome back to just another drama queen i hope you're all doing well i just wanted to pop in quickly before the episode started to just say thank you so much to everyone for your support so far i can't believe it's been over a month now since my first episode came out i'm really really enjoying myself i hope that everybody is enjoying the episodes as well and if you are it really does mean the world if you could leave a review on apple podcasts or even just send me a dm on instagram Uh, the podcast instagram is just another drama queen underscore so yeah just get in touch and let me know how you're feeling about it now on to this episode finally sorry for the long intro there but I just obviously wanted to let you guys know how I'm feeling Um, but this episode was really lovely to record with Beth it was emotional actually both of us ended up in tears because it was very honest and very truthful about mental health and I think that's a really important thing that we should all talk about but it's an amazing journey that she's had and I hope you enjoyed the episode Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today I have a very old friend of mine, Bethany Terry, uh,
1: actress, mus- musical theatre, musical theatre actor. I'm a musical theatre actress. Actress. Is an actress. Some people, when well, they say, what do you do? I'm like, Am I a dancer? Am I a singer? All rounder. I'm an actress that does musical theatre.
0: Is there a different type of actress? To, so, is like Because obviously some people sing and some people don't, so is it are we just all actresses
1: i think some people would then say i'm a straight actor because i think i don't it's weird i don't if i was just an actor i would say i'm an actor a straight i don't even know i think it gets complicated doesn't it
0: i think so but anyway, you're here. I'm here. I've got you on to talk about this fabulous journey that you've been on so far, it's career-wise. Been a, it's been a
1: roller coaster. It has been a roller coaster. I'm very
0: excited to talk to you. I know. Hopefully, it sounds all right. We're in my mum's house. Back the first in Eastbourne. Turn, in Eastbourne. Back in the in the hole. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, the acoustics could be a bit strange compared to the flat back in Peckham, but we'll we'll work with it. You yeah. may have a. Cameo from one of my cats at some point doing a little meow. So or we could
1: go to Cameo. Oh! If you don't know, it, do if you it. don't know, it, guys, Google it. Look at the pictures. It's one of the worst clubs I think in the UK. One of the
0: worst, but also one of the best. Yes, <laughs> I
1: think you only say that if you come from Eastbourne yes. because it's just like takes you back when you come home. And like Cameo, Christmas Eve.
0: Yes, yes, love a bit of Cameo on Christmas Eve. Can't, can't knock it. No, it's very true. you Can't knock it. Eastbourne Christmas you Eve it. is a, it's a beautiful time
1: is actually. I'm when everyone
0: thinking. comes back, it goes to the dew drop.
1: Yeah, I did that. <laughs> I flew back from Germany. I was yeah. straight there. And I regretted it very much so the next day.
0: Oh, yeah. We always do. We always do. Sorry, Mum. Yeah. Also, I was going to say, actually, I need to apologise to my mother in a minute, is that the last time we saw each other and you were in this house, which we were talking about earlier, was when we were probably drinking vodka when my yep. mum had gone to work.
1: Yeah.
0: When we were maybe 15?
1: Yeah, probably. Maybe even younger.
0: So sorry, mum. That's when I used to have all those horrible parties,
1: and you absolutely despised me, but... It was never too much. It was just a couple of friends hanging out. A
0: couple of young underage drinkers. Smoking in, some Mayfair. Yeah, also smoking my mum's drum tobacco, do you remember? We used, to, oh. we used to get the drum tobacco. God, I don't think I would to smoke that. We used to... How disgusting is it that we used to un- unpick the rollies that she hadn't done? That's how fucking disgusting we were. That
1: was not me. That was
0: not you. That was not no. you. But I know there was def- there's a few of you that are listening that I know that were partook in the unravelling of the rollies and uh, making new ones which is fucking disgusting but anyway we move on (laughs)
1: anyway anyway eastbourne section over
0: yeah eastbourne section over not after that though I have to talk about lockdown
1: Lockdown. how's it been
0: for you lockdown as just a human and also as a
1: actor human do you know what actually I I um surprised myself I have had an ongoing battle with mental health so when this lockdown thing started, I was very nervous about my mental health, mm-hmm. and I've been fine. I've had two blips, but I've been aware of them, and because I'm so, I'm so, uh, what's the word, like, I'm at this other end of my, my sort of journey that you know, it's not new to me, my mental health, so I've been able to really deal with it and get over it quickly, which has been great. So I was very scared, but it's been fine, and I've actually started and completed things and become certified in things that I've always wanted to do I've, I've literally just passed my yoga 200 hours so I'm now a yoga teacher nice which I've always wanted to do mm-hmm. I could never afford it I never had the time to fly to Bali for two weeks to do my 200 hours oh, yeah. and like three grand spare I went out <laughs> yeah. for a run on a Sunday and thought hang about surely I can do it online so I did a bit of research and I found um, a company and I paid... It was like $450, I think it was £375. And yeah, so I've done that during lockdown. I've started to drive. You know, I wouldn't... I when wouldn't, has that started up, though? When was when has driving started up again? I had my first lesson on Monday. I think was, it's been back for a while. Has it been back for oh, a yeah, while? Yeah, and I think you can wear a mask and things like that.
0: Okay.
1: So I've done two things that I would not have done if we weren't in lockdown. Yeah. If I was still working in, in the theatre... I wouldn't have done it. No. So I actually, I'm very hard on myself. And I'm saying, oh, I haven't done not down. I haven't been that, like, I haven't applied myself. But actually, stop it, Bethany. Stop being so hard on yourself. You've actually got quite a bit out of it. Yeah. Um, so that's, like, I guess the lot. And I've enjoyed being back with my family. That's been nice.
0: That's what a lot of people have said. It's, like, it's yeah. kind of just taking a break. Because I feel like I've actually wished for this kind of, not obviously a global pandemic and all the yeah. deaths, but I've wished for uh, a bit of a break for a very long time where you actually have no excuse and it's not, people aren't looking at you bad if you're yeah, not doing anything. Yeah, time to sit
1: back and go, what do I want? Mm-hmm. How, what, what do I want? And that's totally fine. I think that's been a big eye-opener for a lot of people that what do we want out of life? Mm. And that's absolutely okay. So, yeah, I think it's an absolute gift. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's been days where I'm like, I just want to eat, like bread and pasta all day and probably eat some more crisp sandwiches about midnight yeah plus the cake that my mum baked in the day yeah maybe i'm gonna wake up at 4 a.m and finish the chinese i had last night yeah you know that's like also happens but then also you have those days where it's very enlightening enlightening you feel very enlightened and you're like yeah this is a time to grow is a time to learn (laughs) but i mean it's easier said (laughs) than done you know like
0: yeah, when you're laying in your own filth and Chinese and you're it's kind of hard. like,
1: I'm going to go and do some yoga tomorrow. It's kind of like it's and been, I'm but yeah. really, really hard for everyone. I think it's, we have to remember that we are not alone. This isn't, this isn't over. Um, and it's okay to feel a bit crap. Yeah. But on the flip, on the other side of it, from the work perspective, I have struggled. Yeah. Yeah, I was a day and a half into rehearsals for... Westside Story in Manchester, and I was very naive to it, I went up on the Saturday, did all my food shopping, and I went to, I went to Asda, and I said to mum, bloody hell, there's nothing on the shelves, because everyone's <laughs> panic buying, and obviously I'd, I've never been in a pandemic, I don't know what panic buying is, yeah. and I thought, that's so weird, but still didn't put two and two together, because I'm about to start this exciting new job, oh. next morning on the Sunday, I popped to Morrison, and thought, nope. There was no bananas. There was nothing that in I a toilet like, like that. literally like couldn't get my little brain around it. And then we had day one. Day two, worked really hard all morning. I was in a dance call, so I was dead by lunch. Came back in. Actually, it wasn't even that. I think we had lunch. I started off the afternoon, did a music call, and then we had a break. Mm. And they said, right, we need everyone in the main studio. And the team came in in their coats never want me going home and I went no not no, no no um and they said yeah you're going home and I mean I I'm very much what well, people meet me and people listening that know me know that I don't seem like Miss Musical Theatre but when I'm in my job and I'm in my work I'm absolutely in love It's my life. I don't let anything else get in the way. Mm -hmm. And I'm 100% in it emotionally, spiritually, mentally. Like, every inch of me is enveloped in it. And I was heartbroken. You would have thought someone had passed. I was... (coughs) Oh, God, I can imagine that. Because it's so close to the start as well. Yeah, and funnily enough, I'd had my boyfriend at the time i just had an argument with. And I rang him. And I was like, just so you know, you've got your own way. I'm coming home. (laughs) I was so (laughs) heartbroken. (laughs) And it was just like, it, it didn't really... It just didn't hit me you know there was and unfortunately bless their souls the show that was due to open that night they'd just been in rehearsals for six weeks due to open and no gone um so that night we all stayed and we watched the the show 20 people how sad is that i'm sure people Mm. listening they've they're they're performers or they've got some creative creativity in them and imagine you've done all your rehearsals opening night well there's 20 people and you that's it our heart felt so, and it was beautiful I, I cannot remember the life of me what the piece was called but it was beautiful um and because when was your show meant to be starting West, West Side Story right oh yeah we were well I can't even remember now uh we were starting rehearsals in March I think we were due to start at this it would have been mid-April yeah we started rehearsals on Monday This. 15th right and then it would have been yeah what i think we had four or five weeks rehearsal and then week of tech so yeah it would have been mid-april and then we closed we were due to close on the 30th of june i can't talk about when what will happen with the show um yet but they the theater the royal exchange massive like plug into them they are incredible they've been so supportive of the actors um And they've been very vocal, which I really appreciate, you know, that's what we need in this time. We need guidance, even if you don't know what's happening. You can say, guys, we're sorry, but we still don't have an answer for you. But they haven't. They've been vocal every step of the way. And I know that I'll get to do the show eventually.
0: Yeah, so that that's like a, a said yeah. thing. Like
1: you know, yeah, you, they've regardless, you'll be going back. Yeah, that may Yeah, exactly. We don't know when it is. And the thing is, it's crazy. The bond I created with the cast was just mental. And the fact when we got that news, the energy in the room just sort of like I don't know what the word is. Dissipated. Came, came to one. Is that what that means? Oh Dissipated. no, are you thinking badly or goodly? Goodly, goodly, goodly. 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 We all came <laughs> together like like just like the whole room, room like, like bonded instantly simultaneously nice dissipated is like a bad word oh, so to no, s- scratch that simultaneously we all just came together wow look at me mum using big words <laughs> <laughs> we just came together and we've got like a group chat and i just can't wait to go back yeah i'm so excited and who knows when it will be but the the royal exchange have said when we know you'll know yeah. and obviously they've been totally fine if say you can't do it for whatever reason you know they know that it's a difficult time and life happens for people Mm. but fingers crossed fingers crossed one day so yeah that was the start of lockdown which has been a bit tough but um i'm going back to work in five weeks nice which was another show that actually got cancelled due to lockdown but they've rescheduled it so fingers crossed can you say what the show is yes um rent Doing oh work. nice west in manchester again funny oh. different theater so this one will be at the hope mill um we were due to start rehearsals on the like i was meant to come home on the whatever i basically basically was meant to finish west side have a month off and then go back which was like the dream i was like 2020 yeah, well, yeah. brilliant it hasn't gone to plan that's no. okay it hasn't gone to plan for anyone yeah um, sure. Right. An absolute shit show, but hey. So, yeah, I am starting rehearsals on the 28th, four weeks, nice. in London, and then back to Manchester.
0: Nice, and they're putting it on? The show's going to be on?
1: Yeah. I mean, who mm. knows? Who knows? They've been, again, we just have to be prepared. That just have to wait and see, really. Nobody can say anything. No, exactly, moment. yeah. They're doing their best, and I had a beautiful email from the um, director of the Hope Mill saying that, if they can make the show happen, it's a really big thing for not only us, but for the whole theatre industry, you know? If mm-hmm. people are actually giving it a go and saying, we want to make this happen, because I guess they could sit back and go, well, we don't know, but they're being brave and going, let's just try. Yeah. Which I guess is actually what we all really want. Exactly. So,
0: we want to get back into work. Yeah, it's
1: exciting, really.
0: Good. I'm so glad to hear that. At least mm-hmm. there's some sort of like positivity coming out of that, and some sort of positive news, Hopefully. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yes. So, taking it back to the start, then, what inspired you or kind of pushed you down this this path and and
1: taking this uh this career choice of going into acting? Oh, I know she's gonna listen, and I know right now she's gonna be rubbing her hands together. My mum, <laughs> my <laughs> blooming mum. Um, so I always danced. Mum has a dance in school, and I never sang like. I never did musical theatre. I used to be a ballerina, like that was it—ballet, ballet, ballet. And then in 2010, my mum was putting on a production of Peter Pan. Oh, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> and I had, again at the time, really short hair. And my mum was like, Bethany, you need to audition for Peter. And I was like, oh, No, I was like, absolutely not, mum. And then she played me the soundtrack, and she was like, You're the only one that can do it. <laughs> So, the I have person. to say, say, my mum never pushed me, and my mum is not that theatre mum at all. This was the only time she ever said, "You should do it," you know. Yeah. Um And even then, I was like, "No, no, no." And this day came that we were with the company, and she said, "Right, I just want to have, I want to get a feel of who's interested in what parts." And it was two, it was ten years ago, so I was, I was sixteen. I was in my final. Yeah, I I think I was just about to go into year 11, Um, because I had short, dark hair, and in year 11 I had red hair. Anyway, um, that's totally irrelevant. (laughs) She said, said, went through the characters, and she said, right, can anyone stand up that's interested in being Peter? I looked around, I thought, no one's standing up. Good. And she looks at me and I just like slowly stood up and I was like this is so <laughs> awkward so obviously yeah I to...
0: will take on the role I, I will
1: be <laughs> <laughs> I have got my hands on my hips I didn't know um uh, yeah so I did that in 2010 and the rest is kind of history I fell in love with it it honestly like, I would do that show again now in a heartbeat I would absolutely love to do it again and especially having no hair again, I could do it. I look, I look like, like a boy. A, Mum, do it again. Stop it! You look fabulous. <laughs> oh, we
0: need to talk about that later. I no my hair. Like, the the look, the um, absolute striking look. But
1: yeah, so I did that in 2010, um, and then an advert came out for a scholarship at the theatre school. Mum said you should audition again. I was still very sceptical. I wasn't sure that I wanted to do musical theatre. I just mm-hmm. didn't have that. I just, still didn't really believe in myself. I didn't have that confidence. My godfather also suggested our audition for the musical theatre at Tring Park. And, um, yeah, I then, I then got the scholarship to the theatre school. Um, I also got into Tring Park, but fees there were astronomical.
0: Nice word, yeah. Whoa!
1: Boom! Boom! <laughs> <This>. um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Ratton, for educating me in English and literature. Thank you. Thank you, thank Rattin.
0: you. I didn't go there, but thank you failed but hey thank you Cavendish as well just a shout out to
1: Cavendish <laughs> shout, out, shout out to all the, the, the schools in Eastbourne um yeah so I got in and then yeah I couldn't afford touring, but I got so I got into Red Roofs and the rest is history and now I do musical theatre I wouldn't change it for the world I do love what I do I mean it's hard as you know yeah and as I'm sure people listening know as well it, it isn't easy but yeah so it was my mum that spurred it all on really And it wasn't intentional. Did you have
0: any other plans before that? I mean, you said you wanted to be a ballerina, but were there
1: any other kind of... No. I went to the Royal Ballet. That was it. I went to Royal Ballet on Saturdays. I danced with London Children's Ballet on Sundays. I did that for a couple of years. Then got to a certain point. Then the Royal told me I was too short. Telling a 10-year-old... I think I was 10. You're too short. Come back next year. They get bored. So I was done. Then I got into a bit of contemporary... And I was like, I want to be a contemporary dancer with Rombert. Nice. Rombert. Rombert. R-A-M-B-E-R-T. Rombert. 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 But, again. Where are they from? They're they're London-based. It's a contemporary company in London. And I did a few summer schools. Loved it, to be fair. Mm. Um, But, again, my mum will frown at this, but I don't actually think I've got the right body type. No, that's a lie.
0: That. What were you going to say? I was going to
1: say I didn't think I have the right body type to be a contemporary dancer, but that's that's not fair at all because that's just rubbish, actually. that you there Don't is, put yourself no, down thinking no, that. No, it's true, but we there, feel, is, yeah. there is a body type for dancers anymore. No. You don't, that's, I slap myself on the my wrist. Slap yourself on the wrist, that's not good. So, But no, I'm glad that it's taken the turn it took. Because um, oh, you said, obviously, you gosh. were like thinking you wanted to be a dancer
0: mm. and then obviously your mum said, let's do this, you should try out for this. Yeah. Where did the singing come in? Because so, mom, is, is that something that you kind of just woke up one day and realised that you have an unreal voice?
1: <laughs> oh, <I thought>. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, My mum's a singer. My mum's travelled the world. My mum's, um, Mama Jade, you are a professional singer. Oh. I joke her about and call her a pub singer because <laughs> now she's, 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 oh, she's, she's no. older now, she's had a long career and now she's like calming down a bit and she sings in clubs, and hotels, mm. and pubs, <laughs> so I tell her she's a pub singer, <laughs> but I feel like, sometimes I love you so much, but I feel like if like she went out, like Britain's Got Talent or something, which she should because she's sick, but they'd be like, maybe they would be like, depending on song, song choice, they might be like, you know they say to some people, you're great, but bit of a pub singer, do you oh know, this God, happens, I don't know what you mean, and you're but like, she was so good, and are yeah. like, yeah, but you sound like you did doing the she's getting though <laughs> <laughs> please don't say anymore no but she's fantastic she if, is fantastic if if anyone, I've seen her videos no she's a superstar so the, she's always been the singer and I was like oh no and I can't really remember how it all came about but I didn't have confidence in it like I said for a while and I did some singing lessons in Lewis um, Sue 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 Ross fantastic I remember she used to work at Glyndebourne she was very classical okay. and I loved it and I remember I had to sing something in kind of Italian Oh, fab, <laughs> love that. I know, um, I remember the first song in my singing lessons I learned was Feed the Birds from Mary Poppins. Do you know what? i'm <laughs> I'm really selling myself here. <laughs> Feed, Feed. <laughs> the Birds. Tuppence. Tuppence.
0: I don't know. Do you know what? Bit. How bad am I as a wannabe actor that I don't think I've ever seen Mary Poppins?
1: You have to watch it. The original and the new one. I'm not a fan
0: of things like that. Not a fan. I appreciate the craft.
1: The original's good though. It is good. It's not one of like, I feel like I'm not a big Disney fan. No, it's better than that because I'm not a fan of the sound of music. Mary
0: Poppins' umbrella. Yeah. Right Yeah. Kind of like Nanny McPhee. Yeah. Is that
1: the new one? No. (laughs) I don't know. They've redone Mary Poppins and it's called Poppins' Returned or something? Oh,
0: the one that was in the cinema recently. Yeah, so they've, um, just, remade,
1: they've just revamped it, but it's still right. brilliant. No, Nanny McPhee has nothing to do with it. She
0: flies Poppins. with an umbrella, like, doesn't she? Or she just has a big I nose. Think she and... just flies. Does Mary Poppins have a big nose? She just. <laughs> <laughs> she flies through her nose.
1: Does Mary Poppins have a big nose? Is that. Nothing... No. no, it's nothing to do with that. Judy. No. Judy. Judy no, that's Judy Garland. No, Julie Andrews Play the. Old... God, I'm I'm, no, I'm pretty sure it's Julie Andrews.
0: Quick, do a do a check.
1: Um, no, wait. Mary Poppins. Who
0: played Mary Poppins? Which one? Oh, oh, uh, the first one, nineteen
1: sixty-four. Julie yes. Andrews, yes. Dick Van Dyke. Dyke. Yeah. Oh right, we don't need any more. We love Siri. Yeah, no, I I'm terrible with actors. So I'm proud of myself. Yeah, Julie Andrews, beautiful woman. But yeah, no, recommend it. Watch it; it's a good film. I mean, I've
0: got not, I have got much on, so I mean, I definitely could probably fit watch. it in at some point. It's it. Like, fit it in. It's like a
1: morning thing. Don't watch it in the evening. No. Stick it on just in the background in the morning. Yeah, it's quite funny.
0: Might give it a go. I you've probably got the should. The Dancing penguins. None. All of this is going over my head because I don't know anything. <laughs> okay, about it you must the do it. I'm going to prompt you.
1: You've got dancing penguins.
0: No, for sure, for sure. So going on from that, then obviously after mm. what inspired you, what. Did you, you said that you trained. You did train. You were educated, apparently. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> and then when you came out of there, yeah. What was the then kind of? What was the mission?
1: West End. Yeah. So when I came out of drama school, three years, I hadn't, I had my first agent, and um, yeah, I wanted to do West End. It wasn't easy, you know. I went, I went to the auditions. I got told no, um, and then I actually my first big job. I got myself. I applied for it online. Uh-huh. Um, you could. It was for stage entertainment in Germany, um, for Bat Out of Hell. And my friend, my lovely friend Sven, sent me a, a screenshot on Instagram and said, Bethany, you need to audition. And funnily enough, I auditioned for the West End. I auditioned at an open call and got cut. Um, and got told by my agent at the time I wasn't right for it. And I thought, mm, uh, okay. Okay. This is um, like a perfect show. For you. I was, yeah, I was very confused. I rang my college, rang one of my old principals, and said, "Am I delusional? Mm. Am I losing it?" Anyway, so my friend's friend sent me through the, the the application. I applied. I got my audition, and I flew to Germany. So yeah, musical theatre West End has definitely been like the dream since graduating. And I, I started some training recently, and I was asked what my three goals are, and Which actually. Hard, Hard but, hard, but I said, I got to, I did two that were a little bit blase. And I said, he said, I need a third one from you. And I said, honestly, I've actually achieved everything I want to achieve. I would like to drive, I'd like to own a house, but in my career and in my passion, I've kind of done it. Mm. I mean, obviously, like, I'd love to be in the West End, like in that West End theatre, and maybe in a, in a lead role or a covering a lead role or a supporting role, but. I've been in a big show. Mm. I had an absolute blast every night doing what I love. If I got it taken away from me now, would I be satisfied?
0: Yeah. That's a fucking crazy thing for a twenty-five-year-old to say. That's like a crazy good thing.
1: I'm at this point now where I'm totally contented. I mean, it's and I think that comes about for me personally now when I go to auditions. I'm very relaxed yeah i think it's fun i think it's a laugh if there's quite a few obnoxious annies around i'm like i'm like come on baby i'm like take a deep breath it's only a job yeah you know like chill chill out and i actually have quite a laugh especially if i've got friends in the room um so now when i get a job it's um like brilliant i've got another one yeah it's a total different ball game now
0: do you feel like you've stopped kind of like chasing that Chasing that—I uh, can't even think of the right word to put what you're chasing. That kind of like n- the desperation. The desperation. to that our desperate. Yeah, yeah. The Definitely. desperation. There's like this big bag of desperation. You are that bag, and you're chasing these jobs. And now you've, you've got over that, and it's now yep. kind of more just like I'm doing this for the fun. Yeah. I'm doing it because I love it. Yeah. And every time I get a job, I'm not kind of like fucking yes,
1: I can. It's just kind yeah. of like
0: nice. I've got yeah. another one. I can. I, I mean, just it's, it's still it.
1: totally emotional. Like when I get that phone call. I'm, I'm such an emotional person. Like, I'm like, <laughs> running, like, I remember when I got the call for Westside, I was like running around the flat screaming, obviously ring my mum first. like, mum, i got oh, a job! Yeah, um, but then on the flip side, there's been times where I haven't got the job. Um, it happened. I was at the end for, a, I don't think I can say, but I was at the end for a really big job that was coming over from New York. And I had been kind of fed the I've been I give they gave me the impression I got it right they they told me outright in the room after I finished like hand down on the desk god we love you you're fantastic honestly thank you so much for coming in today and we'll be in touch soon I came out and thought wow oh my god have I like just done it and this was a show in London I was up for a swing so still, it was like, it was a great move, going mm. from ensemble to a swing, and it was a swing covering parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, my agent got the call. I was cooking at my bums, and I saw it, and I know it comes up. Um, my agent is fantastic. If anyone's looking for a good agent, I'm with Russell Smith Associates. He is, like, uh, sensational. I cannot fault him. And it comes up RSA, and I'm like, uh, here we go. And he's honestly like the way he always like he approaches everything with absolute care and compassion and love. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like, so I ha- I do have some news for you. Um, yeah, and he was like, it's not gonna go your way this time. And that feeling, oh, I can even feel it now, it's horrible, Such, you know. Yeah. Like it's I felt sick and uh, you can feel the lump. And again, I'm a vet like so I'm very emotional. That like, lump comes and my mum's there to the stairs, and I'm looking at her, i go, no. And their words were they just want the more practical option. I think it may have been because I'm. A, it was for a swing. So, obviously, I have no hair, so I would need five wigs. Uh, it's okay. a small production. Okay. And okay. The, the girlie that did get it, congratulations to her. Um, She had hair. So, I, that's the only op- thing I can think of. You know, she would have just needed a couple of different hairstyles, whereas I needed wigs, wigs to be five different girls, Yeah, however many. But, You know, so
0: um, mm. oh, hey,
1: it's okay.
0: It's that feeling though, isn't it? Like, I, I was speaking to Shanae's in the first one, and like, mm. even just talking to other like, all the other I people about like, yeah. like that feeling of rejection is just it's like we put ourselves into this, mm. we put ourselves into this career where we can ease, like, constantly.
1: Yeah. It's that's what you signed up no, for, no, and it's like you have to. That's what every time you know, right. it's going to be yes or no, yeah, and especially if you, I think. I think it's fine if you're doing your first round and you get told no. It's like, meh, whatever, I'm just going to... Like, for me, it's like you get your sushi on the way home. Yeah. Always a big well-done meal for getting the rejection for getting that no. But when you get to the end, I think it almost even feels like it's a 17-30. There's a 70% chance you've got that job. There's a slim chance you haven't. Yeah. I don't know if that's relatable for other people, but for me, it's like you feel like I've got it. I've mm. done it. I've done enough. I've got the job. Maybe that's the wrong mindset to have. Maybe you should think about it being the other way. And then if you do get it, it's fantastic. And if it's not, not like, you're like, okay.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's always hard, isn't it? Everyone's always like, set yourself up for failure so that you're prepared for it. But then I also think that's also not really a healthy it's way not to healthy. go about to it. Be,
1: unfortunately, I'm thinking about that with work now because of COVID. I'm like, brilliant, we're going back, but I'm going to take every day as it comes. And if it doesn't happen, that's okay. Because it will happen
0: one day. Yeah,
1: just There's every possibility anytime. that it can get cancelled at any point.
0: Yeah. And maybe that is a healthy way of looking at it. I'm not sure. But then also you kind of want people to... You, we also then tell people to go around with a positive mindset. It's and hard. thinking that you're going to... Like how can you
1: positively think that you're going to fail? So it's quite mm. it's quite difficult. I think but. it depends on um, the individual and how their mind works and mm. if they're sensitive or not sensitive, mm. you know, how easily you can handle that rejection what keeps you going through all the rejection mm, my agent mm-hmm. he's good at telling me i'm great nice that's what you need that's what, what you want to hear agent. um hmm this is for me when i and this is only from my experience i literally either get cut first round or i get to the end okay there's no i don't know if that makes me sound a bit like an asshole or not
0: no but there's for me
1: for my experience i've never kind of got to that half waypoint. point i don't know or maybe the positions i've been in have only been a few rounds so it really is kind of like you either get out but no that's not true i've been through a few rounds for, for like west side and stuff um what was how do i deal with it um so well, yeah it just keeps you going keeps through you stress going. so I think like and... I think when I for me yeah so like if I'm getting cut at that first round I just sort of brush it off and I'm fine and then since coming back from Germany obviously I was there I was there for a year mm-hmm. so I wasn't auditioning in that time um
0: and for anyone not listening you were in bat uh anyone that doesn't know you were in out. bat out of hell yes in Germany, in Germany. And that was is that that was like you said your first big
1: big yes, role yeah yeah I was yeah I, I was in the ensemble for that for a year prior to that I just did a I did pantomime I was yeah. a dance captain for panto, which is some is fun for some people not mm-hmm. my cup of tea yeah will not be rushing to do that again, um, <laughs> so yeah so I think I'm trying to think of like an example that rejection I don't know maybe my skin has got t- thicker than I thought. it is what it is I think Mm. you just have to pick yourself up dust yourself off laugh it off and go well screw them they didn't want me I don't want them and I think especially how I like you touched on earlier how I look People who don't know me are thinking,
0: oh, how does she look? I'll um, give you that. She looks, she's got a very unique look. <laughs> and I'm green. She's green with blue spots, and she has no hair. <laughs> Literally, no, no, I have
1: no hair. No hair
0: and some tattoos.
1: Yeah, basically. I look like I live in Brighton, and I do.
0: So you're in the literally. right
1: place. I literally... was <laughs> a Tabby's once. Tabby is a very good friend of mine. Hello, Tabby. Hello, Tabs. Um, I think she said to me, she's like, you do just look like you're from Brighton. And especially now, like, the like I'm not vegan anymore, but I was vegan, cat. Living for the it, The glasses, yeah. well, I've got some very, like, I don't know what... They're just a bit, like... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I love Brighton. it, though. so bright, <laughs> just oozing up your pores. <laughs> don't live there anymore. Just move home. Anywho, uh, the, the looks...
0: Thing. Yeah, so with the look, oh. I mean, there's going to be a picture on the Instagram of you and me. Yes. So we'll oh, be there. there we, we always do a little picture together. Didn't tell you about that, but that'll be later. Oh, okay. So okay. Oh, um. <laughs> would have been some <laughs> So you will, you'll see the look. You'll see the look. Also, check her out on Instagram because you'll see the look. That beautiful photo you've got on there of you. I'm doing the pose. I can't do There's no hands, but I'm doing the pose. That beautiful photo. You know, I love that one. But obviously, be... <laughs> being a young woman with a shaved head and tattoos mm. and this specific look that you have mm. we were talking about this earlier what has it been that you've turned up to places they've gone oh to
1: yeah. jobs you've turned
0: up to jobs and yeah. they've gone oh
1: uh, it's not the panel because they've seen my headshot it's the other girls if you're listening to this and you see me in audition room be nice to me it's <laughs> <laughs> it the other people uh, i think this is me being too i get very inside my head like right. for example i went to a cat's audition and i walked in and thought hang about oh, <laughs> i'm geez. the only one that looks like a cat <laughs> <laughs> just like no i'm not i'm not putting a debbie down on these girls you know you've got the beautiful it's very stereotypical long dark brunettes the blondes the dancers you know there's and girls who are in the musical theatre you know what I'm talking about and it's not a down on it at all but you have got these these but these these, these these like buckets of people you know pigeonholes I'm thinking you know you've got these categories we have yeah, yeah. given these looks and then I've now taken my look to the absolute extreme people do think and even now like I meet people in the pub and they go what do you do I do musical theatre it's such a shock to people they're like really? and I do kind of get off on it a little bit I'm like yes I do and I have worked because I think some people expect it and they go so what have you done and they don't expect me to say and especially I think now looking at my CV I've done such a diverse I've been cast in such a diverse um, uh, style of show especially coming from Band of Hell to West Side Story you wouldn't really put the two in the same bracket um so i do kind of get
0: off the boat a bit because i can definitely imagine if i walked into an audition room and as, as somebody auditioning and you were also there i'd walk in and i go what the fuck are they looking for if they've got somebody like me in mm. and they've got somebody like you in
1: yeah i think but i think now what's so beautiful is that it's all open theater does need to be more open i was in i was had another audition and my agent said no they it needs to be like this you know they need people like you now which it is great too, which right? is great and i think this was apparent with with rent you know um they put me on the bloody poster who would have thought i know me on a poster my agent said that like we were talking about it and he said oh they need you for this date Are you free and i was like yes why and um he was like i'm not sure yet we can, we'll find out and yeah me on a poster i mean i was t- I'm I hate having my picture taken.
0: And I think I, I've seen the post. Yeah,
1: funnily enough, I forgot my contact lenses. I got up early, got on the train, and I put my glasses on. I thought, oh, the contact lenses are in my makeup bag. I put them in when I get up there, getting ready, and I bought the wrong contact lens pot, bought the empty one. And I said to them, I said, guys, I'm really sorry, I've forgotten my contact lenses. And they said, is it going to be a problem? I said, actually, no, because I hate having my picture taken, so I can't see any of you. You can just go for it. (laughs) It And you know what, it worked in my favour because I was totally comfortable. I couldn't see anyone looking at me. And it's not a bad thing, you know, when you have that photo, shoot. you've got someone, like the director, stood the other side of the photographer, like, looking and making sure you're doing what... And it's not their thinking, you know, they're getting their vision. You know what I mean? They're stood there, like, hand over face, and... "Mm, no. Try this for me. Try that, and I normally that would intimidate me. And if they've got a slight brow crease, I'm like, I'm not doing it right. I'm not doing enough, and because I couldn't see that, fuck. Had a great time. We got. I think I was scheduled to be there for hours. I think I was there for like forty five minutes. Got it done. Then also talking about that.
0: At the end of the day, it's just your fucking head shaved. Why is it such a big deal? It's not like you've got six
1: arms. Yeah, your head shaved. You know, and this is something that does get on my goat a bit. I remember when I started training. Some one of the girls went to me. How do you like? Are you ever going to work with tattoos? I thought, oh, shove off! Like yeah. you know. Funnily enough, first big job in Germany. Majority of the people have tattoos. Yeah. Um, some of the people, like absolute superstars, who work in Germany, um, are, co- are covered. Actually, the lead guy who played Falco, um, Alex, superstar, great guy covered he's worked his whole life and he's out like you know if someone wants you bad enough there's something called makeup yeah if someone wants me bad enough they'll put me in a wig and that's what that's kind of the mindset i go in with now and maybe it's cocky but maybe it's a good coping mechanism Mm -hmm. i think if they want me they will have me and they will put me in the wig the makeup and if they don't i don't want to work with them either (coughs) because they don't want me enough Mm. that's kind of where so that relates back to the coping thing, mm. and I, I think I went off on a tangent. Just didn't even answer the question. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I'm good at that. Love a tangent. Um, if someone wants me, they'll have me. And if they don't, I don't want to work with them anyway. Mm. So that's how you get over it.
0: So next question for you. Mm-hmm. I, I've said every time I ask this question, I always hope I've said i said this in the last podcast. I say this every fucking one. So people are just going to start getting bored of it. When people say no, I'm like thank god but when people say yes it's also content so it's like have you ever felt like giving up has there ever been a point in your career so far where you thought do you know what fuck it i'm off yeah get that fire exit yeah there, i'm off
1: all the time like even like the other day actually like, all, all the time right. yeah all the time i tried multiple times during training and my teachers were like shut up come back to class now <laughs> um and yeah. what was it that was making you feel like giving up um self-doubt mm-hmm. not believing in myself jokes aside i still probably don't believe in myself i still get in my head about certain things um which is frustrating because some people would kill to do what i've done and i've and i've still you know i should have done two jobs this year that will happen people would kill to do that and i'm like oh well you know it's just hard and especially suffering with mental health and depression um we love clinny d um, <laughs> um, you know a lot of mm-hmm. actors and performers do suffer with clinical depression and it sucks ass um, and that plays a big part in it mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like maybe I should just be a yoga teacher now maybe I just shouldn't bother doing it anymore because it's easier you know easy route's not always the best one though is no it? exactly have chosen this and nothing worth yeah. having comes easy no. and it is a beautiful career and that's just silly talk I'm not gonna go into too much detail about the recent thoughts I had about wanting to quit. Um, but and it was just really simple I was just like pottering around at mum's putting the kitchen and doing some things I thought, maybe I shouldn't do this next job because of certain things and I was like, no, stop it. That's there's always that other part in your yes, head, isn't there, Straight away. When yeah. you said that you
0: think it, there's that other part, yeah. that other voice in your head. It's and like the thing shut is, up. I'm
1: man. so like I am so, so driven and like, I have, like, you know, schedules that I stick to and I'm very, uh, and so I'm with OCD as well, so I really struggle if I don't stick to my regimes and my plans and what I am scheduled to do. But then there's this other little bit of me that if it comes in, it really affects me and mm. I just think, nope, that's it, and I throw everything, like, throw all the paper up in the air and I'm done. <laughs> it's such, so such a drama queen.
0: Well, you're the right fucking podcast for it, mate. Yes. Just another drama queen.
1: I am just another one. Just another drama queen. That's <laughs> what we all are. So, yeah, there is times, but you know what? You just got to be brave. And remember why you do it. If you, I think that's another thing. If it doesn't make you happy, don't do it. It doesn't make me unhappy. I love what I do so do it exactly the moment I'm I'm unhappy then we stop
0: but which is the same with everything I think that's the healthy advice
1: yeah but I'm fine right now. so I'm just being I'm being drama queen yeah Yeah. it'll be absolutely
0: fine I mean you actually have like pretty much led me on to the next one it's like what advice would you give to other young performers that are looking to start out in this career
1: um be yourself be like don't be afraid to be yourself I actually did a and a with my drum school recently and one thing I really did pressure was like not not trying to fit into the mold because I did that for a while all through my training I think if I'd been a bit braver to break out of that earlier on I would be in, I would be a little bit in a different place now maybe I for so long tried to be Miss Musical Theatre you know mm. I had this bob and i was going in in the leotards and leggings and blah 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 blah. blah. whereas now if someone gives me a dance call i'm like right my added ass bottoms and my band t-shirt and i'm gonna go in
0: yeah
1: and i and i absolutely thrive in that environment so i think just don't be afraid to like be you i'm not saying obviously like everyone's different a lot of girls when i did this q a like asking me about image and i was like that's kind of i'm not probably the best person to ask about image actually because i can't be like just shave your head off you know, yeah. for me it worked, for you it won't, yeah, I can't, you know, <laughs> imagine everyone's just going to start turning up with shaved heads, and like, god, this all started from that Bethany doing, <laughs> finally I've made it, she's
0: made it, she's a everyone, designer.
1: shave your head, you'll shave get your work. head, you'll get loads of work, yeah. shave your head, get some imagine, tattoos. so I think, yeah, no, it's totally just about being brave, and um, being kind, again, I said this when I did this Q&A at my old drama school, being kind, like, I've made some of the best friends actually from being kind in auditions and then being kind to me. Shout out to Charlie Donnelly. Um, I met her at a Cats audition. We had a mutual um, connection because we were with the same agent. We also then discovered we had mutual um, family situations um, which meant we became friends instantly. I would ring her for advice. She would ring me and cry. I would ring her and cry. And we still do that now good you know and I and, I and loved, that's all from being know. kind yep and that was just from being nice and an audition she approached me and uh yeah
0: because the last thing you want is that toxic energy i know there's obviously always going to be an underlying competitive energy in a audition room
1: that, but it's that toxic energy health, you know there's a difference between healthy competition and being a damn right bitch yeah and you know what i'm so over these kind of people you're not, it's just not, it's not fair, it's totally not fair, like, Mm. I think it needs to be called out more, actually, and I hope, actually, now, because I'm in a much, because of lockdown, I'm in a different, I'm a different person, actually, and maybe now, when I start auditioning again, if I see someone being an asshole, I think I'm going to tell them, so you're not being very nice, and I hope, when I listen back to this, that I remember to do this, because and more people should it's not fair no don't you know and why it's... make people feel uncomfortable oh. we're already all
0: all feeling nervous and we're all feeling sick to our fucking guts because yeah. we're in this competitive crazy oh, yeah. situation yeah and the last thing we need is a girl coming in and making us feel worthless yeah. because we're we're in yeah. the same fucking audition we're going for the same thing me and you are in the same yeah. par right now yeah. like and
1: if you get the job congratulations and it's sad for me but I'll get over it yeah you know um, and if I
0: get the job, you're just going to feel like a bit of a knob because you've actually tried to make yeah. me feel like shit right. and then I'm the one that's actually I think, driving. Yeah, so.
1: I feel that 100%. Yeah, so be kind. Kind, yeah. I think that goes applies to every walk of life, really. 100%.
0: Kindness. Kindness makes the world look a little bit brighter. Oh, oh how sweet. bought a how nice sweet. face. <laughs> <laughs> Last question, because we have been speaking for 45 minutes. Smash it. Smash it. Do you know what? I'm getting good at this timing thing. I've got more to about 47 minutes, so... That's a healthy thing. That's a healthy time
1: time scale, isn't it? It's
0: nice. I think I've started to get the format out nicely. So, last question. 25 years old currently, Bethany. I know what the question is. What advice would you give your... uh, Not 10-year-old self. Your 15-year-old self, so 10 years ago, Mm. knowing
1: everything you know now? A little bit deep, but 10 years ago... I was just starting my battle with depression, and it's very simple, but I just tell little B, in a child, it's going to be okay, Mm. I really, really suffered, and especially at the time I was just about to start theatre school, that is a tough time, you know, I moved away from home at 16, I found myself, yeah, I've been diagnosed, and that's really hard, you know, I was trying to start this exciting time, my mum was worried about me, and what i just say is it's going to be okay, you know, like life is, I think at 15 years old, trying to start being an actress, doing these theatre dancing, whatever you're doing is a really tough time, you know, your body's changing as a female as well. i just tell, give myself a big hug and say it's going to be all right. Mm. Is that okay? Yes, that's <laughs> No, actually. I think sometimes that question can be... Um,
0: uh, thought about too much yes I agree I agree I think it's it's a very hard question I think because when I've asked people before they've all kind of gone back mm. and it's all and you don't want to sound cliche and you don't want to sound just believe in yourself because it's like well you would tell yourself all of this kind of stuff but I guess it obviously differs yeah. on the journey a lot of people have obviously massively different yeah I just upbringing think and for me
1: at the time like it's obviously a little bit I say removed from theatre but really it's not because it is something that's so you know, there's a reason we do a theatre. There's a reason we want to. We have this escapism, um, and there was a lot of times that I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see myself reaching twenty five. Quite honestly, actually, which mm. is sad. and I'm sure. I don't even know if that'd be a shock to. I'm sure my mum will. Say, I don't know if she'll. That would be a shock to her too. There were so many times I just didn't think I was ever gonna get to twenty five. I just thought I can't see mm. how my mental health is gonna let me grow up be independent, be strong, confident, and be who I am today. I'm oh. not oh. Patting myself in the back.
0: I'm giving you a little
1: pat fucking beautiful. That is
0: oh. hard to fucking listen to, but beautiful. You should be proud of yourself. I'm oh, getting teary I'm getting teary stop it I'm getting teary too but at least we've got to the end and we're not crying halfway through yeah well i tell you what we'll wrap it up we'll go have a cry I'll have a cigarette you can stand and watch me and we can, we can have a bit of a cry together thank you so much thanks for, coming for having on. me it's Because a you're dream. a fucking you're an inspiration mate you are so you should be really proud of yourself and there's a lot of gals out there that would be really proud to listen to what you've gone through and you do something right now. We are. But thank you so much so say to everybody. Goodbye. Thanks for thank listening. Thank you for listening. Lots of love and I'll speak to you next week, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I really hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you next Friday for a new episode. Have a lovely weekend. Bye.